What is up, E-Nation? Welcome to another episode of the Eat Sleep Fantasy Football Podcast. Once again, I'm your host, Clayton, and joining me again is John Gallagher. What is up? Hey, how's it going? Good, buddy. Good. It's been, uh, been a long few days for me over here in uh, good old cold Canada. So, uh, how, cold are we, how cold are we talking? Where I, if I wish I could go Fahrenheit, but where it's actually not <laughs> too bad. It's the wind. That's the problem. Like if we just had our like just regular cold with like no wind, we'd be fine. But the fact is, it's the wind always just cuts through your clothes, man. It's brutal. Uh, but uh, it's been it's been a rough go. And now I got a leak in my roof. Now got to try to uh, figure that out. Hopefully this week it's supposed to be a tad bit nicer, so I'll probably jump in the attic and kind of figure something out there. But whatever, we'll figure it out. Tons of fun. Oh yeah, you betcha. So yeah, that intro music is unbelievable, man. And you said you did it yourself. I did, yeah. Thank, thank you, uh, thank you for saying this. So yeah, it's it's, <laughs> it's obviously different than the the regular intro, but you know what? That's uh, we're here to change some things up uh, at least once a week. So we may as well have our own little intro music. I think so. I think you did a great great job with that for sure. Well, thank you very much. And yeah, basically today we're going to just, uh, it's our week 11 starts and sit show. And at the end of the show, actually, I reached out to Eat Nation on the private group chat or a private group page on Facebook. So we had a few people ask us a few questions that we will uh, we'll answer at the end of the show here for them. So basically, wh- without further ado, why don't we just uh, jump right into that then? Let's, let's jump in. All right, buddy. Okay, well, let's just talk some quick injuries uh, right off the bat. I'm just going to list off the injuries right now. If I did forget about anybody, just uh, let me know and we'll uh, we'll discuss it further. Start with Joe, uh, Joe Mixon. He's uh, not practiced in nearly a month. He is ex- yeah. uh, He's questionable. Um, kind of see what happens from there. I'm not confident he'll be back this week, but I guess we'll see. Uh, Devontae Adams is limited uh, this week with uh, after the ankle injury. I wouldn't, I wouldn't worry too much about it. I think he'll play. He's usually pretty, uh, pretty good that way. Calvin Ridley limited practice this week. So kind of wait and see on that. Hopefully just kind of keep an eye on how the week progresses. Basically it's what Thursday, Friday. Those are the big days that you're kind of worried about as far as practicing goes. Would you agree? Yeah, yeah, definitely. If they they can log one before Saturday, that's a really good sign. They're playing. Exactly. So uh, Matthew Stafford, uh, thumb injury, so not doesn't sound too optimistic that he, he's going to be in the lineup. But like I said again, just kind of wait and see how it goes. Uh, he's questionable right now until kind of just wait and see what 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 happens to get closer to the weekend. Alan Lazard has been added to the active roster, so that's a plus side, good sign for uh, Rogers. Mm-hmm, Teddy Bridgewater definitely. was li- limited in practice, but is expected to play. That mm-hmm. was a scary injury after you see like see him uh, grabbing his knee. Yeah. So kind of good to good to see that he's uh, he's fine. And Drew Locke has bruised ribs and the strained oblique muscle. Oof. I guess uh, that, I don't I don't like his chances. It says right now he should be considered questionable. I am. He's not playing this week, in my opinion. Well, if so, he even if he is playing, like I I'm not. He's not a recommended start. I wouldn't. Oh, I would. You know, I'd be staying away. Not. Yeah, definitely not. And that's about, you know what, that's about it. Unless I miss anybody else. Like, I'm just talking about the the main guys with the updates that we've had of mm-hmm. as of late. So is there any other, any guys that you were thinking about? Uh, so a guy that I've been high on, but, and he's just kind of scratching the, the surface of like what he can do. Uh, LaVisca Chenault, he missed last week with a hamstring injury. 
Uh, but it looks like he's going to try and play this week. Yeah, he didn't didn't participate in practice today, but it could just be a, just just a day off for him, right? Like yeah, just... yeah. I think it's a rest, and I, uh, again, like we'll monitor if he can if he can log a practice between Thursday, Friday, and get one in before Saturday. Uh, you know, great chance that we'll see him on the field. Yeah, another one. I'm. It's not a, a huge, huge, big deal, but I'm curious to see what's going to happen. Uh, Duke Johnson apparently came down with an illness, mm. so did not participate today but kind of waiting to see on that see how he uh i mean it says that he's likely to play but if not like that's uh who, who's back there i guess you got to bring the rookie up or not even rookie scotty phillips right where's he rookie uh, yeah he's i i will uh well we'll see i'll be seeing my first glimpses of scotty phillips if that's the case yeah he so we'll yeah i guess wait and see approach on that and james robinson was limited with a shoulder injury but i'm not too worried about him so no he should still be fine all right well then let's just uh jump into it here do you want to why don't you start us off with give me your uh quarterback start of the week uh, let's see uh start of the week i like uh it's a he's a polarizing uh player right now a lot of people are high on him a lot of people are low but i like Jameis winston against the falcons Oh, I yeah, I, I agree 100% that I like him. I have him in in as my start of the week as well, and on my article there. Mm-hmm. Uh, why don't you uh, talk about it for a few minutes here? Well, this man likes to throw the football. Uh, this man likes to, and he also likes to throw caution to the wind. And you know what? If he's got Alvin Kamara, if he's got Mike Thomas, uh, if Cook can bail him out, I I think he's got weapons there. Where if he just keeps slinging the ball. Uh, they're going to make plays, and it's going to help uh, bolster some, some fantasy numbers for them. And, and the Falcons can't stop anything. Uh, they are a secondary that I would be comfortable starting just about any quarterback against. So yeah, I'm, I, uh, I'm leaning heavy into Jameis. Yeah, I agree as, as well. And, you know, a lot of people I have heard they're worried about the whole Taysom Hill thing. Um, you know what? He's Winston's going to start this game. Hill's going to get in there just like he did when Breeze was there with some design plays at quarterback. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. probably probably slide out there play some tight end but outside of that you right. know the, the, the falcons are a 31st ranked pass defense so i mean that's it's ridiculous he's auditioning for it again a, a uh, to start to, for this team next year or else not this team somewhere else so yeah, he's, he's he's trying to put some decent numbers on a resume because he, he does want he does want to play and the thing is the people that did get him on, on the wire uh they're laughing because his next uh the next three weeks are all plus matchups for quarterbacks, I believe they got the Falcons twice, I believe, in the next three weeks. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, as long as Breeze is out, I think Winston's considered a start every week. 100%. I agree. Yeah. Um, my guy I want to go with um, is, it's kind of uh, an easy one, give or take, but Big Ben against the Jaguars. Yeah, love um, it. It's kind of a cheat, I guess, because, I mean, most people are starting, especially what he's been doing. Mm-hmm. But since week nine, he's averaged over 27 fantasy points per game. Um, the Jaguars are giving up the most fantasy points to the position the last four weeks. And the last three quarterbacks that have played the Jags have not scored less than 24 fantasy points. So I love this spot for Ben. I love this spot for basically this whole receiving core uh, that he's throwing the ball to, too. So I, you fire him up and you're going to be very happy with the outcome, I believe, this week. Yep, I like it. All right, you got one more? Uh, well, I like uh, this offense is is coming together. The they're getting healthy, and I think they're gonna go on a run. <clears throat> I like uh, I like Carson Wentz against the Browns. Oh, so, <laughs> what's that? Oh, Jesus! 
I hate Wentz. I I hate him. Oh. Oh yeah. Well, like, just keep, just go. You you talk. You talk. Well, I, the the weapons are there. Uh, we we we're seeing Jalen Rieger play. Miles Sanders is is a stud. Uh, and you know, like all he has to do is catch a screen pass, uh, and he and all all of a sudden Carson Wentz is very viable. Uh, and the Browns aren't that good, so I like I like Wentz this week. I like the matchup. I'll give you that. I like the matchup. Mm-hmm. I I've been burnt by Wentz. I don't even know how many times this this year. Yeah. My issue with with this game in general is the fact of weather. Right. Weather's supposed okay. to be bad in Cleveland once again. Um, basically, everyone's so, so high on Cleveland and how the how good their defense is. Well, you're playing in shitty weather. You're going to have a low scoring game no matter how it plays out. Yeah. Right. So as far as that that part goes, I'm not I'm not arguing the fact that he ha- doesn't have the weapons. He's getting Ertz back this year too, or this week too. Yeah. Uh, so he's getting all of his his main main guys back, and Sanders looks good right now. I I had Carson Wentz as like my uh, top ten top eight quarterback this year and yeah. he's just been nothing but inconsistent i hope they get things back on track um mm-hmm. well the I mean, team has been so hurt yeah and so, like yeah. you said if they're, they're back healthy it definitely definitely could change. he could easily put up 30 fantasy points and he, could. he probably will because i dropped him in the one league i did happen and so <laughs> that is how that good works chance that's gonna happen yeah so. that's usually what does happen in the, in the universe <laughs> Exactly. Or, and, then, and then the guy that you're playing against picks him up, and then that's how he beats you, right? Because the other, the other Ooh, yep. <laughs> that's, that's a tough one, too. That, that stings differently. Exactly. Um, my uh, other start for this week, I'm going to go with Cam Newton against the Texans. Uh, my yep. lonely Texans. I, I know who we are. I know we suck. <laughs> um, they allow the second most fantasy points to quarterbacks. And just alone... Newton's legs himself gets you. I think it, from what I've read, the last few games he's had at least eight points in the last few games, just off of fan, just off his legs. You know what I mean? Just by yeah. running plays, what he's doing, running touchdowns. Last week he had a passing and a rushing touchdown, and could have had more, right? But uh, his his favorite weapon there decided to throw one instead, and Jacoby Myers. So mm-hmm. I, I like Newton against the Texans this week. This. This is the Cam Newton of old. That this is who we're seeing, right? We're seeing a very consistent guy. For a few games, and then he came back down to earth for a few games, right? Now he's starting yeah. to, now he's starting to get that, climb that hill once again. So kind of wait and see from there. But I do like him this week. Mm-hmm. I agree. All right, um, let's go to a sit. Uh, do you want to give me a sit that you have? Sure. Uh, I do not love Jared Goff going against the Bucks. Uh, I thought Jared Goff was gonna be a really good fantasy quarterback in a plus matchup last week. And he wasn't. And now he's going to go on the road, going to go to Tampa, and he's going to play a much better defense. Yeah. And I, and if he can't, if he can't put the points on the board against a plus matchup, I don't like him going against, uh, going against this team this week. I, I agree exactly. And the, the Bucks have been awesome against quarterbacks this year too. That's the thing. Um, you're not get you're, they're not giving too much through the air. And I think they've, they're, I think top 10, I think top 10 in points, uh, the top 10 fewest points uh, to quarterbacks this year. So mm-hmm. I, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll give you that one too. Um, my guy is a guy that you probably haven't been certain in a few weeks, but you're going to sit him again this week is Ryan Tannehill. Just at the Ravens bad matchup overall. It's a tough one. He's only averaged just over 12 completions a game in for, <laughs> for the last two weeks. So That's rough. 
not throwing the ball very much. The Ravens are only allowing the third fewest completions to opposing quarterbacks in the last four weeks. So to me, you got a guy that's not completing enough passes against a defense that's not allowing very many passes. Mm-hmm. That's a that's a recipe for disaster, in my opinion. So yeah. um, just bad matchup on the road uh, for Tannehill, especially the Ravens are only giving up an average of 17 points playing at home. So that's not a whole lot of points to be going up on the board. So I think Tannehill is going to continue to struggle. Better left on your bench again this week and moving forward. He's got to prove himself again, in my opinion. Yeah. I mean, from the from the heart, the the crazy stats that he was putting up at the start of the year to now, uh, he's, he's dropped off drastically. So I do not like him. Yeah, I mean, well, the team is just so successful when they're absolutely run heavy, uh, and then AJ Brown is is a is another bona fide stud. He's a star, but the amount of attempts that they give Derrick Henry in order to keep the offense moving and keep and you know execute their game plan make Ryan Tannehill a risky start week to week because he can just be handing it off, you know, 20 plus times. Yeah, exactly. Right. And I mean, defenses are seeing that now, right. And they're stopping yeah. Henry, yeah. forcing Tannehill to throw. And then he's just, he's just not connecting with these guys at all. So, yeah. All right. You got, uh, you got one more. Uh, well, this one's a divisional matchup. I don't like uh Derek Carr against Kansas city on Sunday night. So that's uh that's one I've I've I think they're gonna he's gonna have to play and match potency with with Mahomes, but I think Kansas City is just gonna be teeing off blitz blitzing heavy, and I don't think Derek Carr is gonna be in line for any kind of work uh, that you want to start this weekend. Yeah, he hasn't done well when he's been uh, pressured at all this year neither. So we we saw mm. that last uh, just like yeah, last week too. Yeah. Right, only what he threw just over 150 yards. Yeah, so, I mean to yeah, be th- fair, he did have a good game against Kansas City in October. Like he did go there and he did put up. I think he was like 30 fantasy points on the day. Uh, I don't see that happening under the lights this Sunday. Uh, they, I, th- I think they're going to be going after him. Yeah, I agree for sure. Um, guy I don't like this week is Tom Brady. Actually, mm. coming off the huge game that he had last week. Uh, just Rams defense has been pretty good. Uh, here's the reason why second fewest fantasy points allowed to quarterbacks this year. And the fact they just shut down Wilson last week, Russell Wilson, big deal. They didn't let, they didn't let let Russ cook last week. Right. So held Seattle to 16 points. That's a big deal. Right. To, To me, Seattle is one of the best offenses in the league. They have been. And you know what, for the Rams to shut them down the way that they did, kind of go to you're you're starting Brady obviously because you're probably forced to I have to in a few leagues but I'm not expecting you you shouldn't be expecting a a crazy uh statistical game my point right my my opinion sorry it'll be I just yeah it'll be it'll be luck if he does uh I'm still interested to see what Antonio Brown does in this offense if it does elevate it to a point where it makes him a 20 plus you know fantasy QB week to week uh, I just haven't seen it yet. So he did have a good game last week. Uh, if he's going to have a good test against the Rams defense, but I don't like, yeah, I wouldn't feel comfortable starting him. Nice. I like that. Give me a, give me a running back start of yours this week. Uh, I mean, well, I mean, you have to start Mike Davis, right? Who, who, how many running backs can you name that you want to start over him right now? Not at the moment, man. They, they used him way too much when, uh, when McCaffrey was out the first time, obviously right. he had a rough, Rough outing last week, right? Yeah, tough, but I tough mean, defense. You, t- you tough defense. You see that McCaffrey's not going to get the start again, and then he's got the Lions who give up the most fantasy points. 
Yeah. Uh, you know, like, so just, it's a plus matchup. You already have seen that with McCaffrey out, they can lean on Davis and it can be productive. Yeah. Talk about the worst. Yeah. Giving up most are giving up over 30 fantasy points to opposing running backs. So yeah. That's, that's a ton. Just yeah, let him. Me, yeah. You got an RB against the, the lines. Let him go. Let him yeah. run free. Yeah. Give me Davis all day <laughs> for sure. Yeah. I like, uh, you know, who I'm, I'm going to jump on his bandwagon. Kalen Blush versus Jets. I know the oh, Jets man. are fairly, fairly decent this year um, against defense, but he's averaged 20 touches and over 90 yards over the last two games. Mm-hmm. I like the fact that he's catching the ball, which is good. You know, we weren't quite sure what was going to happen and, and you know, who was going to, who was going to play that role. He's right. getting the first, second and the passing down looks. So, the Jets have not only given up seventh most fantasy points for inbacks, they've also allowed over 55 receptions to the position. Yeah. Um, Balazs, five receptions last week on six targets. I like him uh, to put up some numbers this week. Yeah. So this is a player that I was very high on coming out of Arizona, uh, but then he just proceeded to let me down. So it's hard for me to get behind him. Yeah. <laughs> but what you did, you're right. You're 100% right. He has a. Uh, he, he seems to be getting the opportunities in the offense, uh, albeit a very confusing running back situation. Oh, there. 100%, 100%. Uh, but you know what? If you see production uh, on Sunday, it, it's it's hard to it's hard to argue with it. And yeah, they were they were feeding him. And they 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 will continue to, I think, until uh, Eckler gets back. And I think even when Eckler gets back, I think I don't know, man, I'm kind of. I guess we'll talk about that once once eventually it happens. But I'm kind of curious to see how Balazs performs from now until when Eckler yeah. does get back. And then what happens when Justin, Justin Jackson comes off fire. I'm kind of curious to see what happens if Balazs well, just falls back down. Because now he's he's automatically on the 53-man roster. He can't go back down to the, to the right. practice squad, correct? So. Right. When the Chargers have been an offense that have sustained two running backs, usually the only wild card there right now is actually Herbert, who is just a really good quarterback. Yeah. So that, you know, they don't really need to do as many dump off passes to the running back, which is kind of what that, that was the bread and butter. Yeah, uh, exactly. So, yeah, it will be interesting to see how they allocate back into the offense. Yeah, definitely. Um, okay, give me another for uh, another start of yours. Uh, let's see. Oh, I, I like uh, for we go back talking about the Lions. Uh, they're finally giving DeAndre Swift, you know, a real role in that offense. And he's performing. Yeah, he looked good last week. Yeah. So I'm I'm all about Swift uh, this week and I'm about Swift moving on. I think you can start him at the worst. He's going to give you flex production. Uh, but you know what? I, he's a I think he's a terrific start uh, this week against the Panthers. Yeah, he was the uh, he was the RB four last week. Um, yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's super that's, strong. Yeah, that's insane. Panthers allow the most red zone touches and the fourth most fantasy points to running backs this season. So yeah, you definitely want to get Swift in there now that he's the clear cut guy there. So mm-hmm. I'll jump on the uh, Salvin Ahmed bandwagon. Yep. I got yep. got to do it against the Broncos. Yeah. Um, obviously coming off wa- waiver wire week, he should have been the top bad all over the place because like we 100%. talked about before, you know, you get a guy that is playing as much as he is this late in the year, it's very hard to find. Right. So, I mean, right. if you're, if you got him, you're going to be, you're going, you're going to be happy. This oh, you week. fire him up. Yo, definitely. Uh, 70, he played 75% of the offensive snaps last year or last mm-hmm. week mm-hmm. Uh, and the four games as uh, four games, the Broncos have allowed the second most fantasy points for running backs and over 20 red zone touches. So yeah. 
that means, I mean, we, we know two is going to move that ball. We know they're going to get in the red zone. And I mean, and he's getting all those looks in the red zone. He's got nobody yeah. behind him, nobody pressuring him. They, you know, they, they released Jordan Howard. Breed is supposed to be coming back. We'll see what happens with that, but this guy's just, he's dynamite right now. Right, and there's no reason that they would want to just move to, to move away or, like, try out the, you know, a, a, a running back coming off an injury. Like, they, they saw the production, and it, there is definitely enough reason to move forward and just keep feeding this guy. Yeah, I may actually, I, I really like him. I, I didn't get him in any leagues this, this week because I just decided to blow my waivers all last week because my team's, few of my teams suck, so. Shoot, I'm, I, yeah, I know what you mean. Where I could have got him, I didn't have a chance because I was so far down on the list. So that's mm-hmm. all right, though. Um, give me a sit this week. Who do who don't you like this week? Uh, I don't like I don't like Todd Gurley against the Saints. Uh, the Saints are playing good defense, uh, and the Saints are. I, again, we we're talking about Jameis Winston. I think it's going to be a shootout. I think Jameis Winston is going to be heaving it and slinging it, uh, and it's going to. I think points are going to be scored, and I think the Falcons are going to have to keep up. Uh, it's going to it's going to game script Todd Gurley right out of the right out of the plan, and I just don't see him being productive against that Saints defense, which has been very good against the run. Oh, 100 percent. They have. There's only been one running back that scored more than 14 points against him, and that was Aaron Jones. Yeah. So he's no Aaron Jones. I'm not nope. aware of this this uh, the Saints uh, run defense is legit. So they've 100%. only allowed, they've only allowed a, uh, what is it? Um, have not allowed a rushing touchdown since week four and all but one running back has rushed for more than 34 yards in that same period since week four. So That's impressive. Uh, yeah, you're, you're not, you're not playing any running back against the saints in my opinion. Right. All right. Um, I don't like the, the darling Mr. Rojo against the Rams. I don't know. Yeah. Why I just don't like this. I don't know. I'm I'm not a Bucks fan this week at all. It's just hard. I'm thinking. To, I'm all. I'm all in gauge. on the Rams' defense. I think. I don't know. It's just now right. that I'm looking at all this. I'm like, wow. Um, yes, I get he came off of almost a 200-yard performance last week, but the fact is everything was there for him, right? They're playing with a huge lead last week, right? Right. Scoring points left, right, and center. He had 23 carries. He hasn't had 23 carries all year in one single game. You know, he's only taught in the last two weeks previous to this game. He only had 10 total touches. So, so to me, I'm like, well, yeah, you get 23 touches against a bad defense that you're playing that, you know, you you're already dominating. Just everything was aligned for him perfectly. The Rams only allow 3.9 yards per carry. And prior to last week, Jones was only averaging under three points, three yards a carry. So just a bad spot overall, I think for, for him, there is going to be one guy, which we'll talk about later, later, later that I do like, for the Bucks this week. Okay. But we'll we'll talk about him uh in our somebody asked a question, so I'm gonna skip him, but somebody asked a question, a start sit question on that, which that's when we'll talk about him. So right on. Uh give me another sit for for the week. Well and this one hurts because I was so high on him going into the season. Uh Jonathan Taylor versus the Packers. I uh, it's hard to start Jonathan Taylor, even though I mean I, I went after him. I I think he was like a fourth round pick for me, uh maybe fifth, but I went after him, you know, pretty early for a rookie and I thought he was going to be the guy and they're just so committed to this committee and it's, it's so frustrating. Yeah. I, he hasn't done much of anything. That's the problem, right? And the the timeshare scares me. Uh, Packers have been good against the run. So yeah, I actually have a buddy I'm waiting. I'm trying, I'm still holding off. I'll probably be later tonight. 
I'm trying to, he needs a running back really bad, right? He's like, he's competing for, for, for he's going to try to win it all this week, this year. He's got yeah. a pretty decent team. Needs a running back. My team's junk, this team that I'm, he's trying to get for, uh, get a running back for me. I do have McKissick. So he threw at me today. I was out for a couple of beers with him earlier. And mm-hmm. he's like, man, he's like, I'm almost tempted to just throw Jonathan Taylor at you for McKissick. And I'm like, yeah, just please do. It's a keeper league, right? Mm-hmm. So you could keep guys. I'm like, oh, yeah. if it's a keeper I'm like, league, then I'm like, 100%. Give it to me, yeah, exactly. I don't need him this year. I mean, my right. team is so far gone, but I'm like, oh, please throw him my way. I the talent you. is there. Yeah. Like, he's so good. And if you watched him play, uh, if you watched him play in college, you saw, you saw what can be if you just give him the ball more often. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And he, that's what that's what he was saying. He's like, man, he, what if he just really sucks? I'm like, dude, you saw college tape. He doesn't. He doesn't suck. Doesn't something's suck. just not. Something's not flowing correctly for him right now. So, yeah. Um, another guy I'll just uh, that I don't really like. It's kind of uh, it's just kind of throw just because he has been getting some action lately. Is Jamal Williams at the Colts? Yeah. I uh, just he's not getting enough touches, and Indy's allowing the third fewest rushing yards per carry and the fourth fewest touchdowns this year. So, I mean, I know he's cutting in a little bit to Aaron Jones's uh, carries, but just and some people are flexing him. I saw yeah. that in quite a bit, quite a few leagues that I was playing in, and questions that I've uh, that I've seen. I'm not high on him this year. The Colts, uh, Colts are legit. Colts are very legit, and Aaron Jones is he's back. You know, yeah, With Jamal guess. Williams was very viable when Aaron Jones wasn't playing, but. Eh, He's back. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, uh, give me a wide receiver start this week. Uh, well, we talked about Big Ben. I like Chase Claypool. I like Deontay Johnson. You know, I like these wide receivers a ton against the Jaguars. Give me all uh, of them. All yeah, of them. give me give me these pass catchers. Both both wide receivers are completely different in their skill sets, but are so good at creating space at getting open. Uh, Chase Claypool is just going to dominate you with size and speed. Deontay Johnson is going to shake you out of your shoes. And then both of them are, are again, you know, going up against a Jaguars team that are not very good against the pass. No, they de- definitely aren't. And that's the same. They, I mean, we've got to remember what the Packers did to them last week too, right? Uh-huh. I mean, Aaron Rodgers threw for over three, yeah, over 300 against them. Yeah. And now you're going up against uh, the Jaguars and with these three guys, even Juju, you could throw Juju in that, uh, in that conversation. I don't even know why I didn't. That was disrespectful yeah. of me. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, three, uh, nine, nine touchdowns Claypool has already this year. So, I mean, his rookie season, he's making Canada proud. I'll tell you that much. Uh, well, he's, yeah, every reason to be proud that he's a, he's a stud. He's going to yeah. be, yeah, he's going to be a good player for a long time. You can tell early. Yeah. So that's a definitely, uh, that's, that's a definitely good start for me. I'm going to go back to, uh, Jacoby Myers, actually, the Texans. Yeah. Or against the against Texans. Against the Texans. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. I got you. Yeah. Just the last four weeks, he's seen almost 40 targets. Uh, Texans are allowing the six most touchdowns to wide receivers this year. And they've given up almost 150 yards to two different wide receivers over the last three games. Right. So, Newton's looking at him a ton and he's, he's only looking at him. Yeah. And he's producing. So I mean, <laughs> right. why, why not? I don't know how you cannot start this guy when he's been producing. I was so high on Myers last year Yeah, and just kind of, you know, went to the wayside and I just kind of left him alone and, uh, Oh, I'm uh, happy to see it now. Right. You know what I mean? 100%. And it's, it's great to see. So, uh, do you have one, one more here? Yeah. Well, the, we talked a little bit earlier. We're, we're going to, 
we're not super thrilled with Tom Brady against the Rams defense, but I still want to see if Antonio Brown is going to show up and, and give us flashes of the Antonio Brown that we were, that we remember seeing. Uh, I still, I don't think he's a bad football player. Uh, and I, I would like to see if he if he gets something going against uh, the Rams, if if they've got their hands tied with other receivers and he's able to run free in the slot. Uh, I think he's got a matchup that, you know, he can he can show us that he can still play football. Yeah, I agree. You know, we're going to ju- I'll jump over right over to a question we were asking in regards to start sick question that involved Antonio Brown. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jamie Abara from uh, obviously from the, the chat or from the, the private group. He asked, pick one, half-point PPR, Antonio Brown, Michael Pittman, or Carlos Hyde? I said, I don't know if you would agree with me or not, I said Antonio Brown. Rams have uh, have been pretty good against wide receivers this year, allowing the fewest points of receiving touchdowns, but of the four touchdowns um, that the Bucs... Uh, sorry, what the hell am I reading here? My apologies. I had this stuff all... All, all down here, and now it's all, like, wonky. So let me no say worries. that again here. Yeah, yeah. So the Rams have been good against wide receivers this year. Mm-hmm. But the problem is, is they've been good with, you know, the, there's a lot of weapons on this Bucks team. Right. Since joining the team, Brown ranks second in team in targets with 13. I just like his role, and I like that hey, he's going to put up def- decent numbers this week. I think Evans is going to get shut down. I think Evans is, well, I have him on my sit list. I think he's going to sit this week. I don't think Godwin's going to perform this week. I think Antonio Brown's going to be the guy that you're going to see step up and uh, be the bright spot in this receiving game. Yeah, and he, he could use some positive press. <laughs> so, in my opinion, do you... Would, well, exactly. Yeah, exactly. After what just happened, but yeah. Um, what what would you uh would you agree with that? Would you say A. Brown over Michael Pittman or Carlos Hyde in half half PPR? So in half PPR, I lean Hyde because I don't think Carson's gonna play. Uh, and if that's the case, Hyde might just you know he might have RB one duties for the Seahawks, and that could bode well just for consistency's sake. Like you'd have a your floor would be very serviceable. Whereas like Antonio Brown, definitely a talent, definitely good, but he's going against a tough defense and you were kind of just, we're crossing our fingers right now, hoping that he is the one that goes off against that team. Uh, if it's something, right. you know, if it's, if it's a tight spot, I like the floor that Hyde offers. If Carson can't play, um, and Pittman isn't a bad choice either because we saw him targeted so heavily, but Antonio Brown is, is definitely the more fun play. Yeah, exactly. Well, then talking about your, you mentioned Carlos Hyde, then Car, uh, Carl Unger, mm-hmm. the, the beauty of Eat Nation that likes to be all over the uh, the page and everything and just awesome guy all around. Uh, he asked about DJ DJ Dallas. What are you doing with DJ Dallas now? I, in my opinion, I said he's droppable. Yeah, he's, he was cool for a few weeks and they just show that they, that he isn't as, you know, as necessary in their offense as as I as I thought, I thought he did. I thought he looked kind of good. Well, but, we saw Alex Collins led the backfield last year. Alex yeah, Collins, yeah, leads so, his backfield both snaps and touches last week and scored. Yeah. And yeah, I have that right in my notes right now. I said hide, hide, do back, hide is right. do back, and I believe Carson won't play. Is so I mean, definitely Dallas is definitely a drop in my opinion. I agree. 
So hopefully we kind of uh, confused even a little bit more, Jamie, in regards to that question, but (laughs) we'll leave it at that. Uh, Well, let's just jump over to his other question too, then, just because it's in the same kind of topic. Uh, Mm -hmm. Pick one PPR now, DJ Chark, Salvin Ahmed, or Jacoby Myers? I leaned Myers just because, like I just said, I just read the stats. I I like him overall. He's getting targets, he's getting catches, and he's getting the yards. So um, I'm leaning him. I mean, I do like Chark. Chark had a... Rough game last week, but he didn't practice all last week because if he's sick. But just the quarterback situation is just a little bit uh, eh for me. Right. And then just, I mean, I do like Ahmed, but just can't go away from the amount of targets and that, that Myers is getting, in my opinion. Yeah, the Myers target share is great. So, that yeah, I do I do agree leaning that way. I am intrigued, though, with the target share that Ahmed gets. So, like, I, I actually don't think you can go wrong between Myers and Ahmed. So one of those two for sure, Jamie. Okay, well, let's just jump back over to our uh, – I'll give you one more start of mine this week. I like Christian Kirk. Uh, he's averaged – before last week, he's averaged over 18 fantasy points the last five weeks before last game. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's averaging double-digit targets through three weeks, and the Seahawks allow the most points, yards, and receptions to wide receivers this year. I think Murray is going to – I'm excited to watch this game tomorrow. This game's going to be fun. Oh, it's going to be a lot of fun, so mm-hmm. – Okay, then let's go over to the sits uh, sits portion of it. Then yeah, give me give me some bum you don't like this week. Well, is I don't I don't think he's a bum, but there is a player coming back, and he is going to be going against a great defense. We got Marquez Valdez Scantling coming off a pretty nice Sunday against the Jaguars. Uh, he might you know he might have been a darling for a few lineups, but I don't recommend starting him against the Colts. I especially the fact Lazard's coming back, right? Is that who you're talking about? Oh yeah. Is that what you mean? Yeah, like yeah, Lazard is real. Yeah, and I mean he wasn't MBS wasn't targeted that much. He just happened to have a few good games, like three touchdowns in two games. Obviously, just lacks the volume in this offense in general. I I don't think they can. We we said it during the uh, the waiver show this past. Like it's not sustainable. He's not going to sustain these kind of numbers. Right. And just I I said. He's just an unreliable play this week, and Indy's allowed the fewest receptions to wide receivers over the last month. So definitely, you guys not getting volume. I'm not liking that against a tough D. Yeah. Um, I'm not. I'll go back to the Mike Evans. Not a fan of his this week at all. Um, right. Right. See a lot of Jalen Ramsey, and just we just wa- watched what Jalen Ramsey just did to DK last week. Yeah, it was impressive. And yeah, I was very impressed with that. And the Rams are only allowing the third fewest receiving yards uh, and have given up the fewest touchdowns to wide receivers this year. So just a bad matchup for him. Um, obviously, if they get down to the red zone, he's kind of a, a red zone threat all of a sudden this year. But yeah, I'm uh, just I'm kind of uh, leaning away leaning away from this. And believe me, I could be completely wrong. And Brady could come out and throw five more touchdowns this week. Who the hell that's, knows? But that's what, that's the thing about that offense is like there's a lot of superstars there. Then like. You know, they could go off. Uh, so, but yeah, I agree with what you're saying. It's, it is a tougher matchup. I think they're going to look to want to shut down Evans and Godwin first because they have been actively playing in the league longer. I don't know if they think of Antonio Brown as, as you know, people once did. Yeah, exactly. I don't, th- I don't think a lot of people do, right? Until right. he shows it, they're not going to believe that he's still the same guy. So, yeah. All right. Give me one more. Uh, so a player I like a lot, and I would love it if he got away from uh, from Adam Gase's clutches, is Jamison Crowder against the Chargers. Uh, it's it's not even a matchup that I hate. It's just I don't I hate the Jets' uh, offense so much. 
despite Jamison Crowder being a very good receiver, uh, it's a it's a tougher matchup for him. Despite him being good, he he doesn't have very consistent quarterback play, and I I just don't like it. I do not like yeah. it. Yeah, he's get he's getting Flacco again this week. Yeah, and we kind of watch Flacco just spreads the ball everywhere, right? Mm-hmm. He he doesn't key on one guy like Darnold did. Um, we saw both what Mims and Perriman back healthy last week too. So obviously there's more more must to feed in this offense. So, uh, yeah, like you said, I think if Dar- if Darnold was playing this week, I I wouldn't have Crowder as a sit in my opinion. No, I mean Crowder on a real offense is like he's a he's a hundred reception wide receiver. Uh, you know, year to year, in my opinion, but he's just so, yeah, I mean, he's squandered on that, on that stupid Jets team. Yeah. Yeah. He's been, it's been brutal for him. Yeah. So. Yeah. But he does put up numbers. I like to see those numbers come back maybe closer to playoff time. Hopefully uh, Darnold can get back healthy because I could use him in a few leagues of mine. So yeah, definitely. Uh, let's talk tight ends now. I mean the, the poopy tight end position because mm-hmm. geez, it's brutal. It's a I'll tough take, landscape this you know, year. <laughs> I was trying to write this article and I was just like, who did like, let me just write about Waller and Kelsey yeah. every week. Just, that's yeah. it. Just, just those two guys and we're, we're good. You know what I mean? Absolutely. But I'm going to, I'm going to lean to uh, Logan Thomas of Washington. Mm-hmm. I've been one of the most consistent tight ends this year. Uh, he's had over at least four targets in every game. And over the last two weeks, he has at least three and a half receptions for 49 yards. So, I mean, those are decent stat numbers for, for a tight end, right? You know 100%. what I mean? For, for what you're going for. Yeah. Uh, the Bengals are allowing the second most fantasy points and the third most receptions to tight end. So I just, I like his spot. I like that Alex Smith looks his way. Um, yeah. I just, I like this offense. This football team is impressing me on both sides of the ball this year. Right. I agree with that. Yeah. So do you, uh, who are you starting here? Well, you, you were saying, let, let me just talk about Waller and Kelsey, uh, a, a tight end that I think we cannot leave off that list this year is TJ Hawkinson. Uh, he has been producing and he has been consistent in that offense. And then he's going to go against the Panthers who are just not that great on defense. So in a, in a position where the tight end is just so murky week to week, we don't know, you know, who's, who's startable and who's not Hawkinson has been very consistent and he's just been a target monster for the lions. That is true. And I, I did, uh, I do have him on my, on my start list, but yeah, I, I definitely should have put him in that, uh, in that category. Uh, yeah, without uh, without Galladay and, you know, Jones is a little bit banged up. So, yeah, Hawkins is definitely going to see some targets in this matchup and mm-hmm. kind of go from there. Um, we won't talk any more about any more Stark. I mean, because there's maybe only one more Stark we could talk about that we'd recommend. But um, I'm going to go for a sit of the week. I'm going with Hayden Hurst, actually. Yeah. Against the Saints. Just very up and down season. Coming off the bye, I get that. Um. The Saints are only allowing just over five fantasy points per game to opposing tight ends. So they've been good. They've been yeah, very yeah. good. Uh, most people have to, have to start Hurst this week just because of the lack of uh, options. But just for me, um, I don't know. I If you got him, you got to start him. But I'm hoping you don't. I actually have him in a few leagues, but I also have picked up Logan Thomas when he wasn't such a name yet. So Yeah, uh, good move. Easily, yeah, easily swap him out. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you have somebody to sit? I do. So uh, this is a tight. This is a tight end that I like a lot. He is a he's a physical freak, and I don't understand why he just can't get going more often. But it's it's a tough matchup. We got Jonu Smith against the Ravens. Yeah. Uh, you know what? They you know we were saying earlier that 
the offense is just it it moves so much better when they're just only feeding Henry uh, that it's tough. It's just tough to predict who's going to be the pass catchers that are going to have a good fantasy day. And Johnny Smith, you know, he had some great weeks. He was he was a ton of fun for a little bit, but he has been ice cold recently and it's hard to start him against this Ravens defense. Yeah, and brutal quarterback play. That's the biggest thing, too, right? Like we right. talked about earlier, Tannehill just has not been very good. So, But, yeah, that's our pretty much that's our starts and sits for the week. Just a few more things I want to ask you, actually, though. Um, is there a deep sleeper, somebody we didn't really talk about, that could surprise us this week? Uh, so deep sleepers, I mean... They're deep sleepers slash, you know, hot waiver wire target. But like, yeah. I don't know how many people knew about Ahmed coming up. Uh, but I think he's in line for for a definitely a big role. But if we're going to go like sleeper sleeper, uh, we we'd be going back to that uh, that Jets offense that I don't like. But I actually think Brashad Perriman is kind of sneaky to have, you know, you know, rip off a long touchdown on the day. Yeah, I agree. Like he's, yeah, Perriman's been actually, I mean, it goes back to how he was even last year, right? In game in Tampa. Yeah. He was exactly the same player. Like he, he showed up every, every opportunity he had, you would somehow see him making plays on the field. So my guy, I'm going to go with not much of slowly starting to make his way up to, to, to conversations is Jakeem Grant of the Dolphins. Oh yeah. Clearly the number two option there behind Parker Tua likes him a lot. Last week had four for 43 and one touchdown on five targets. So I like him to uh, to produce again uh, uh, this week for sure. Yeah, he's fast. What are you doing with the, we haven't really said too much, but the Broncos offense. What are you doing with their backfield now? I mean, I think I'm opinion, just staying away. Agreed. Like there was talk about how Lindsay was supposed to be, you know, once he came back from his injury that they used want to start getting getting the looks kind of thing, but if they're neither of those guys did anything last week. Yeah. And I just annoying. think <laughs> I just think this whole offense is in kind of in flux right now and just kind of don't know what to uh what to do with with, with those guys. So I think I'm I agree with you though. I'm definitely staying away. Yeah, there's not there's nobody you can start with confidence. Uh if you have one of them, you know, may, wait for a, a decent game. Uh, well actually like when's isn't the trade deadline, you know, just about on us. Yeah, pretty close, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, deal them if you can, but, uh, yeah, I, I can't start any of them with confidence. I would be staying away. Yeah, until until kind of maybe somebody gets hurt or something. You, then yeah, you know, but that's not, you know, you don't, like, bad fantasy players wish for that stuff. Yeah, exactly, but, like, you definitely don't want uh, don't want anything to do with them, especially getting this close yeah. to playoffs, right, when you're in must-win situations, so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what about somebody you that we start every week that basically is a decent matchup, uh, but just could underperform and disappoint a lot of fantasy owners this week? Uh, so last week we had DK Metcalf, and that wasn't too far off. Uh, this week, let's. I mean, I mean, who do I? I don't think Devonte Adams will be too stifled by the Colts defense. Julio, I mean, Julio against New Orleans could be could be kind of could be a game. Uh, He could he could just pull off because he's Julio. But New Orleans defense is pretty good, too. So that actually that might be a guy that that doesn't put out the the points that that you think, you know, your wide receiver one should be putting up. I like that call. Maybe I'll have to go a little bit deeper, not so safe. Maybe when I have to, when I, uh, when we talk about this, cause that's a definitely, I like that take from you. Mm. Uh, I just, I just put down Joe Burrow, boring clay puts Joe Burrow. Ooh. Um, 
just not a fan of just our sorry not a, i'm a fan of his i think yeah, he's same been here. performing very well in his rookie year but just washington's defense is just i think they're going to be adding pressure to him like crazy this game yeah. uh i mean i actually touched teams on teams have uh, shown that you can get to him well and J- i mean we uh, just looking at uh reading our uh, ESF JJ's uh, streamer article this week. Mm-hmm. He has the football team as a streamer, one of their streamers of the week, and they've had 12 sacks in the last three games. Yeah. So they're putting pressure on the ball, and I'm hopefully uh, Burrow's got to adjust yeah. big time. I think this in this matchup. Okay, uh, we well, also- actually I got Sorry. one more guy that I think has oh, got absolutely. that could potentially not perform well. Uh, I don't know if you saw this, but. Uh, Justin Herbert had one of the uh, oh, had Jesus. one of the the teams. It was an equipment manager uh, cut his hair, and I got to tell you, I don't think that a good job was done. And no. I'm worried. <laughs> I'm worried that you know some powers were lost in this haircut. Oh so, yeah, I I did see that, and that's I can't even remember what the meme I saw went to that. Some about when mom forces you to get a haircut or that, something. That like is that. the that is the cut he got. <laughs> Yeah, it's awesome. It is not great. I, you know, the those locks could have been a source of power, and we, you know, reading the the stories of Samson, uh, <laughs> we we could find that the that that he doesn't have uh that it factor going forward. But hopefully, he can overcome this haircut. Let's hope he's good enough to do so. <laughs> right. Right. Um, here's what uh, Richard uh, Horsher. I'm sorry if hopefully I got his name right. Asked us, uh, is Alex Smith a good start this week? Or should he go out and get Goff, Baker, or Rivers? He also has Tannehill on his team. Um, Mm. If if I was to tell you, I would say out of all those guys, because I'm not a fan. We've talked about Goff already. Weren't happy there. Baker, with the weather there, he hasn't been good anyways. Right. Possibly Rivers. And then Tannehill we talked about already as well. I do personally like Alex Smith in the position that he's in. Set a career high last week, almost 400 yards. Didn't find the end zone, but the Bengals allow the second most touchdown passes uh, in football this year. Yeah. So I, I have a feeling he's going to be able to put up numbers in this one and get a couple scores. Um, and just, yeah, basically he's, they've given up 11 touchdowns in the last four weeks. So yeah, he Cincinnati's has the better of the matchups. Yeah. Yeah. And the fact he's thrown the ball over 40, 40 pass attempts and 350 or over 357 yards over the last two games. That's a ton. And so remarkable too, from what he's come, for, come oh, from. It's such a story, man. It's such yeah. a good story. So I don't mind if, if you're asking me, I got to, I'm, I'm leaning Alex Smith in this one. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I'm already, you already root for him so much because of what he's had to do to come back. And then like the fact that he's slinging it, like, yeah, this, it's just so it is awesome. Exactly. And so the last question we have today, we don't have to answer this. We can, we can touch on it, mm-hmm. but Suk Dave asked if, uh, who do you start rest of season Dale or Brito? So I reached out to JJ cause JJ just likes to just <laughs> burn these guys left, right and center. I love it. Uh, so I responded to him. I said, Hey, answer this question for me. So he said this, I'm reading this straight from, this is exactly what he wrote. He's like, that's a tough question. It really depends on what you need. Dale is like the consistent cash game play. He'll always be there, so you can rely on his safe floor. But virtually, no upside. (laughs) Brito will disappear for weeks, but when he shows up, it's usually a high-ceiling play. And Dale is like Jamison Crowder, Julian Edelman, and Brito is like Hollywood Brown or Darius Slayton. So, I like that. I like that. So, who would... 
I don't it's like he said, depending on what you need. <laughs> In my opinion, you go Mr. Consistency. You do, yeah. That's you know, what you, you want. go you go to the guy who shows up every day and he delivers. You don't want the guy who sh- who maybe shows up and maybe delivers. Yeah, whether Dale's boring or not, he still shows up, <laughs> he's right? Still, so yeah, he's still giving you the yeah. He's the floor is there, all right. You you don't you can't opt for a no floor game. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> all right. Well, yeah, that's going to be our show, then, buddy. I love it. <laughs> love uh, love recording with you. Thanks again for jumping on with me. And before we jump out here, John, where can we find you on Twitter again? Uh, at Genghis underscore John underscore. Perfect. And you can get me at Canadian Clay FF. And thanks a lot again for the, all the support, guys. Really appreciate it. Thanks for hanging in there. And, John, once again, thanks a lot for uh, jumping on with me today. Bud. Absolutely. Appreciate you having me. All right. And give John a shout out on Twitter when you let, a, let him know what you think of our new intro music. It's oh, yeah, beauty. please. All right, buddy. Okay, thanks a lot. We will talk to everyone soon. Yeah, take it easy. Later.